Our Father in heaven, we thank you very much this morning for the grace to be in your presence this morning again. Thank you for the gift of life. We slept and we woke up for you sustained us. Thank you for the sustenance every day. Please, Lord, accept our thanks and praises in the name of Jesus. As we look through your word, we pray that you speak to us. Answer our prayers as we cry unto you this morning in the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Good morning, sir. Good morning, ma. Thank you so very much, sir, for the privilege uh, this morning to bring the word of God. Uh-huh. to God's people. Mm-hmm. It's my prayer that God will meet us all at the points of our needs this morning in the name of Jesus. Amen. We are looking at the book of Second Kings chapter 4 this morning. Second Kings chapter number 4 verses 1 to 7. And we'll be praying to God this morning for multiplication multiplication it's my prayer that god will multiply us in every good thing that he has given unto us in the name of jesus amen second kings chapter 4 verses 1 to 7 as we cry unto God, He will hearken unto our voices in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophet unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead. And thou knowest that my thy servants did fear the Lord. And the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be born men. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? And she said, Your handmaid had not anything in the house, save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go, borrow the vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art coming, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and shalt pour out into all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door. Upon her and her sons, who brought the verses to her, and she poured. And it came to pass, when the verses were full, that she said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more. And the oil stayed. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go sell the oil and pay thy debt, and leave thou and thy children of the rest. 
praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the living Jesus. Hallelujah. <clears throat> it's my prayer that the power of God will rest upon every blessing that the Lord himself has given unto us and increase it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Whatever the enemy has planned against us, against our children, it will not materialize in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Here we see a woman, you know, who knew how to pray, who knew where to go to, you know, in the time of distress. She had no challenge and she knew the right place to go to the man of God, you know, to God. You no, know, quite a lot of challenges, quite a lot of, you know, issues that we have, you know, as human beings. And so many times, a lot of people don't know where, I mean, who to call on to, you know. Oh. Some people go to friends. No, it's good to have friends and, you know, to discuss things with. Some people go to, you know, family members. Some people go to, you know, neighbors and all that to discuss their issues. Oh. And many of the times, you know, what we usually get from, you know, those sources, from those people that we get to, is disappointment. Because the Bible even let, makes us to understand that, you know, those that go after other gods, those that, you know, do not know how to talk to God, their sorrow is going to multiply. As children of God, you know, we must constantly remind ourselves that Whatever issue, whatever challenge that comes our way, the very first person to go to, to discuss with, should be God. No matter how big, no matter how small that challenge may be, our first point of call must be God. Oh. Our first point of call must be our maker must be our creator. And this God, you know, he has never failed. And he's not going to fail in our whole lives in the name of Jesus. Mm. This woman went to God. She went to the man of God. And she was not disappointed. We will not be disappointed as well. In the name of Jesus, each time we call on God, he will hear us and he will answer us in the name of Jesus. So this morning, I just want to remind us again, because sometimes, you know, when we are faced with issues of life, you know, sometimes we think that, oh, uh, I, I think this is just too physical to be prayed about. Or this is just too small to pray about. Or perhaps this is just too big to talk to God about. No matter how small the issue may be, no matter how big it may be, 
no matter how physical it may look, God should be the first person to talk to. So we must, you know, always remind ourselves that God should be our first point of call. God should be the first person to cry to, to talk to. You know, those that know how to talk to God about issues of their lives, who usually, you know, are not disappointed. You know, because God never fails his children. He never fails his people. He never disappoints, you know, his children. So we must just always remind ourselves, as we saw with this woman, that the first, of course, she had neighbors. I'm sure, you know, just like we, we read from, you know, those verses of the scriptures, at the end of the day, you know, when he had, she got instruction from God. She still had to go to her neighbors to borrow verses. She had neighbors. I'm sure she had friends as well. I'm oh. sure she had, you know, relatives of her late husband. She had all of those, but she didn't go to them first. She went to God first, and God still directed them. I mean, directed her to them, but she didn't go to them first. You know, even if people around us can help with whatever challenge you will have, Brethren, if the Lord has not put it in their mind to help us, if you have not talked, I mean, talked to God about it, and God touches their hearts to be of help to us, you know, that, that's why sometimes people will say that, oh, I, I, I just thought, I had thought that that person, you know, will be in the best position to help me. But she never did or he never did. It may be because we didn't talk to God first about it. And that is why, you know, disappointment comes. So she still had to go to, to, to her neighbors. She still had to go to her family around and all that. But she talked to God first. Let us just remember that it should be God first in all areas of our life. Sometimes we just want to probably, you know, want to pity God. Some people will say, perhaps... Oh, I am disturbing God too much. Perhaps I am bothering God too much with issues of my life. Perhaps, oh, this is just too trivial to talk to God about. No, nothing is ever trivial, small or big to talk to God about. And it's my prayer that each time we call on Him, He will answer us. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And this morning, he will hear us and answer us in the name of Jesus. Amen. See another, one other thing that, you know, we could see in this verses of the scripture is a concerned, a concerned mother. <clears throat> she was so concerned about her children. She was concerned about her family. You know, she was bothered. She didn't want any evil to happen to her children, to her sons. So she cried. She cried. She cried 
Lord, I don't want this, you know, to take my children from me. I don't want this problem to overcome my children. I pray for all of us this morning. Any problem whatsoever in our lives that want to claim that which we cherish, the Lord will solve that problem for us this morning in the name of Jesus. Amen. Everything that is precious to us, that the Lord has given to us, the devil will not take them away from us in the name of Jesus. Amen. As parents, we must be concerned about the welfare, about the spiritual growth, though about the future of our children. You know, in the place of prayer, we must pray for them, we must be concerned about them, you know, their spiritual lives, their spiritual growth, their welfare, you know, must be we have to show concern about them. You know, it's a delicate world we are here in today. You know, there are schools, what's going on there, their health, you know, their academics, their spiritual life, what's their state with their maker, what's their state with their God. You know, it's such a delicate, it's, it's, it's such, you know, I mean, a, a delicate world. We are a lot of, you know, you know, things happening. The devil is taking, you know, advantage of so many, you know, lives, especially young people, little children around us today. You know, as fathers, as mothers, you know, uh, we must always show concern. We must stand in the gap for our children. We must stand in the gap, you know, must not let anything take them away from God. You know, claim them, you know, from God. We must not allow anything whatsoever to take their hearts and their focus, you know, from God. Like we, uh, we have seen with this woman. She was so concerned. She didn't want anything to take her children from her. It's my prayer that nothing whatsoever will take our children from us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every evil plan against the lives of our children is destroyed in the name of Jesus. Amen. We also saw here the importance of the fear of God. You know, if you look at that verse of the scripture, one of the things that that woman told the man of God was that, look, my husband feared the Lord. He feared the Lord when he was alive. And I'm sure that that was one of the things that moved Elisha. That, look, yes, truly this man feared the Lord when he was alive. So his children must not suffer. This man feared the Lord. He did the work of God fearfully, you know. He, was, he, he had reference for God. And that was one of the things that that woman told Elijah, that, look, my husband, when he was alive, feared the Lord. And that is it. You know, when we as parents fear the Lord, when we as parents we reference God, 
when we as parents we obey God, we do the will of God, you know, our children tend to benefit, you know, from such, I mean, a robust and good revel, I mean, I mean, relationship that we have with our Maker, and that is why whatever our relationship is with God today, we must always bear in mind that it would always have bearing you know, on the lives of our children. Whatever we do today, and that's why it's it, it's good we obey God. Many children today are suffering, you know, from the consequences of what they don't know about, especially those that do not know God, those that have refused, those that have not given their lives to Jesus. They are suffering the consequences of sins, that they never committed because of you know how their parents lived or are living their lives. You know, this woman told Elisha and said that my husband, when he was alive, he feared the Lord, he served the Lord. So please, nothing must happen to his children. Nothing evil must happen to his children. Just you know, be merciful unto us. And that was one of the things that moved Elisha. If you look at, uh, you know, verse uh, 1 of Second Kings, chapter 4. Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophet unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead. And thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord. He feared the Lord. He feared the Lord. So, and that is why we must always think about the future, about our children, as parents, in everything that we will do. You know, Solomon, you know, at a point in his life, you know, no longer feared the Lord. He didn't fear the Lord. And his son suffered it. You know, it drifted away from the path and the ways of the Lord. And Rehoboam had to suffer, you know, the consequences you know, of, of his action. And so many examples like that in the scripture of those that did not fear the Lord, that their children also, you know, followed their path and they had to suffer the consequences of you know, the, the sins of their parents. It's my prayer that that will not be our portion. That will not be the portion of our children in the name of Jesus. Amen. God would give us the grace in the name of Jesus to Amen. always fear him in the name of Jesus. Amen. So this man feared the Lord and his children, his family, you know, was blessed. As a result of that, the grace to fear the Lord, the Lord will give unto us in the name of Jesus. Amen. So this woman cried and was instructed of the Lord. She cried unto God and she was instructed. She was given instruction to go and pray as we will be, as we will be praying as well, you know, this morning. And the Lord multiplied that little thing, the little hoy 
that they had, you know, at home. In the book of Genesis chapter 22, verse 17, God of multiplication is going to visit you, is going to visit me this morning in the name of Jesus. Brethren, when we pray unto God and he gives us instruction and we follow the instruction that he gives us, amazing things happen. You know, amazing things happen. He blesses us. You know, it comes true for us when we follow the instruction that he gives to us. In Genesis chapter 22, verse 17, that in blessing, I will bless thee. And in multiplying, I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. That was God blessing Abraham. That was God, you know, giving him, making covenant with him, promising him that he was going to bless him. But if we look, you know, up, read the verses that precede that verse, we will see that Abraham had to do something. And what did he do? He obeyed God. Abraham obeyed God. Just like this, you know, woman obeyed God. In the book of Second, that widow, she obeyed God. She never said that, oh, this instruction, oh, and to, to be sincere, the instruction sounded foolish, quote and unquote. No, I have small, you know, pot of oil at home, and you ask me to go and shut my door, you know, and, you know, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm pouring, you know, the oil. It, it, it didn't look, the instruction didn't sound reasonable. But you see, it was from God. It was from God. And she obeyed. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 1, verse 19. Isaiah, chapter 1, and in verse 19 the benefit and the importance of obedience when it comes to multiplication. When we obey God, he blesses us. When we obey God, he multiplies us. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19, If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. So when it comes to multiplication, if we want God to multiply us, if we want God to bless us, brethren, we must obey every instruction that he gives us. We must follow every detail of the instruction that he sends to us through his word, through his servant. Well, let's not say that, oh, that, that does not sound scientific. The instruction does not sound so meaningful and reasonable. The first question we need to ask ourselves is that, is the instruction from God? Is the instruction godly? If it is godly, and we are sure it's from God, no matter how inconvenient it may be to our pockets, no matter how inconvenient the instruction, you know, may be, you know, to us as a person or to our family, we must make sure that we obey the instruction. Because at the end of 
the at the at the end of the day, after we have obeyed the instruction, what will usually follow is blessing. What will usually follow is multiplication. So obedience is very, very important when it comes to God multiplying us. Another thing that we must do is that we must know how to pray. You know, in verse 4 of 2 Kings chapter 4, we see that woman, the Bible, I mean, I mean, I, Elisha told her to go into her room and shut her door. You know, that signifies prayer. Go into your room, shut your door against you, you and your children, and pray. You know, that symbolizes prayer. They shut mm -hmm. their door. We remember in the book of Matthew, I think, chapter 6, the Bible says that, you know, when we go into our room and shut our door, the Bible says our God, you know, will answer our secret prayers openly. We must learn how to pray, must learn how to, you know, go on our knees, pray with our family. If we desire multiplication, you know, as the law, I mean, as Elisha instructed this woman, he, he told her to shut her door and go and pray. And she prayed, uh, herself and her family and God of heaven, you know, answered their prayer. God of heaven multiplied and increased them. What was supposed to lead to their shame, you know, led to their blessings. The Bible says they had to live on the remaining of the oil for the rest of their lives. That's a kind of blessing, an unending blessing, an unending multiplication. That will be your portion. That will be my portion this morning in the name of Jesus. In the book of chapter 6 and in verse 14. Hebrew chapter 6 and in verse 14. Saying, surely... Blessing, saying, surely blessing, I will bless thee. And multiplying, I will multiply thee. And that is God, you know, speaking to us here, that in blessing, he will bless us. After we have done all that he wants us to do, and he said when it comes to multiplication, he will multiply us. Uh, don't let us think that, oh, I, I, I am small. Uh, don't let us think that, oh, I don't have enough. Don't let us think that, oh, I, I am too young. Let us not think that, oh, I am too small. I don't have enough. The Lord is promising us that in multiplying, he will multiply us. That all we just need to do is that we obey him. All we just need to do is to make sure that every instruction that he gives us, you know, we follow. All that we need to do is just to make sure that we fear him. In all that we would do. You know, a lot of people in their quest for riches, in their quest for wealth, the fear of God is thrown to the wind. The fear of God is thrown into the dustbin. You know, because they want to be blessed, they want that that is counterproductive. You know, you see a lot of people now going into fraudulent you no know, fraud I mean fraud fraudulent activities all because they want to, you know, get wealth. And riches that is counterproductive. What assures us of multiplication of God's blessing is the fear of God. Thank God, this woman, you know, 
feared the Lord and, you know, his family, even after, you know, he had passed on, his family was blessed because of the fact that he feared the Lord. It's my prayer this morning for us that in all areas of life, God of heaven will multiply us. God of heaven will increase us for good in all areas of life. Mm-hmm. as we obey him in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Finally, let's look at the book of Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 19. The book of Jeremiah chapter 30 and in verse 19. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse uh, 19. Jeremiah 30, verse 19. And out of them shall proceed thanksgiving, and the voice of them that make merry. And I will multiply them, and they shall not be few. I will also glorify them, and they shall not be small. That is the promise of God for you and for me this day in the name of Jesus. The Lord is saying to us that out of us this week, as we go about our lives this day, out of us shall proceed thanksgiving. We will not have any reason to complain again. We will not have any reason to complain of famine, to complain of, you know, not enough again. But we would always have reason to thank God. The Lord is promising us here is that out of us shall proceed thanksgiving. We'll be thanking God, oh, I have enough. Thank God. And the voice of them that make merry would always always have reasons to celebrate in the name of Jesus. And the Lord said, I will multiply them. The Lord is telling us this morning that he's going to multiply us. There shall be fruitfulness in our lives. God will put an end to every form of barrenness in our lives in the name of Jesus. The Bible is telling us that, the God is telling us here that we will not be few. God is multiplying us. And he said that I will also glorify them. The Lord is glorifying you. The Lord is glorifying me this morning, mm-hmm. this week in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And the Lord is also saying that we shall not be small. I will not be small. You will not be small in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. God of heaven will increase us mm-hmm. in all areas of life in the name mm-hmm. of Jesus mm-hmm. as you obey him as to follow his instruction in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Brethren, within the few minutes that we have, can we go and pray unto God that, Father, please, multiply me. Multiply me in all areas of life. As you have said, increase me in the name of Jesus. Increase me, increase me this week. Increase me this month. Increase me this year. Increase your blessings in my life in the name of Jesus. Let's pray unto God. Father, please increase me. Increase me. Increase me. Increase my children. Increase my wife in the name of Jesus. Increase us in all areas of life in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that your power will visit every life on this platform this morning in the name of Jesus. Those that have been called married, we will cause them to 
to be fruitful. In the name of Jesus, we will increase us, we will multiply us this morning in the name of Jesus. And out of our mouth shall proceed thanksgiving. There shall be merriment in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Father, please increase us and glorify yourself in our lives. Father, please increase us and glorify yourself in our lives. Father, please increase us and glorify yourself in our lives. Father, please increase us and glorify yourself in our lives. Father, please increase us and glorify yourself in our lives. Father, please increase us and glorify yourself in our lives. Oh God, increase us and increase us. In the name of Jesus, glorify yourself in the name of Jesus. Glorify yourself, O Lord, increase us in the name of Jesus. Jesus, mighty name, we have prayed. Verse 19 of Jeremiah chapter 30, he said, Out of them shall proceed thanksgiving, and voice of them that marry. The Lord is saying here this morning that very soon you are going to have reasons to celebrate. He said, I will multiply them. We will not be few, he said, and he will glorify us, and we will not be small. We are going to pray unto God that, Father, this way, give me reasons to celebrate. Father, this week, this month, this year, I want to celebrate. I want to celebrate your blessings. I want to celebrate your power of multiplication in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, give me reasons to celebrate. Follow the God of Please give me reasons to celebrate. I will not be small. My children will not be small. My wife will not be small. We will not be small. us. It does give proceed out of our mouth. Let there be merriment. Let there be celebration. 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 Celebration of new birth. Celebration of goodness. Celebration of new jobs. Celebration of healing. And deliverance, let there be celebration in the name of Jesus out of our mouth, let there be thanksgiving, just let there be merriment, let there be celebration. Everybody on this platform, oh Lord, I want to celebrate this year, I want to celebrate this month, I want to celebrate this week, I want to of God to celebrate your good and mercy me. Father, please increase me. Increase me. Increase me. Increase me. Increase me. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. We are going to pray unto God that, Father, every plan of the devil to take away from me every good thing you have given unto me, let it be destroyed. We see with that woman, the creditor wanted to take her children, her two sons, for that matter. You know, they wanted to take them for more because of money. They wanted to make them to be bond, be bond men. We're going to pray unto God. Father, every good thing that you have given unto me, nothing shall take them away from me. Nothing will take my health away from me. Nothing will take you know, my job from me. Nothing will take my salvation from me. Every good thing that you have given unto me, nothing will take it away from the name of Jesus. My health, 
devil will not take it. Watch my children, the devil will not take away in the name of Jesus. 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 Everything to be not be taken out to me. Rather, we will increase in the name of Jesus. Those that are trusting God to be grandfather, to be grandmother, you will make them grandfather, you will make them they will not increase. I shall not be lost, there will not be reduction in the name of Jesus. Everything that you are giving to everyone on this world, the devil will not take it away in the name of Jesus. No loss in the name, no material loss, no loss of life in the name of Jesus, no loss of life in the name of Jesus, no loss of life, no loss of property, no loss of job, no loss of health in the name of Jesus. Every good thing that you have given unto us, nothing will take it away from us. My children, my wife will not be taken away from me in the name of Jesus, in the precious name of Jesus. Every good thing that you have given to me, nothing will take it away from me in the name of Jesus. Multiply in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that every blessing that you give it to me, multiply in the name of Jesus. In the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. In the book of Second Kings, chapter four, the last part of verse one. And the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be born men. Can they hear me? Yes, ma'am. I want us to pray for our children this morning that my children will not be born men. They will not be servants to their mates. My children shall be great. Father, I pray my children will be great. Not to make them be bond men or women in the name of Jesus. Children will be great in all areas of life, in every sense of great greatness in the portion of my children. Great in the service of the Lord. They will be great in their academics. As we have decreed and declared, so shall it be unto us in the name of Jesus. The power of multiplication will come upon every life on this platform this morning in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Thank you, sir.